Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this Mind Podcast. Uh, brand new week, brand new, uh, no, I wouldn't say brand new month, because February 1st, we had a budget wala podcast. Brand new controversies. Brand new controversy, uh, brand new non-troversies, as Sunanda's famous term is. Yes. Uh, this is Adit Kapadia, and together with me, Sunanda Vashish. Hi, Hi Adit, how are you? And go. <laughs> I thought she was going to do the Renuka Chaudhary laugh, but she didn't I'm do it. I'm not doing, I laugh a lot, but I am not going to. Renuka Chaudhary laugh, only Renuka Chaudhary can do. Yeah, I, I don't know. Though. Apparently, huh. and this is apropos to nothing. This is yeah. not, you know, uh, connected to anything. But uh, I've heard the lady who played Shrupanakha's part in Ramayan, hmm. her name was also Renuka. Don't kill me. Oh, but apparently Lord. her name is also Renuka. No, but why? I mean, you know, why? Okay, so, this is... Anyways, you know, I, I have to do this just for people who might have not heard. This is what happened in the parliament. Narendra Modi was speaking. And I'm going to play this one minute clip, uh, bear with us, because it's so funny. And I laugh at it every time I hear. And Renuka ji or someone eerily sounding like I don't know who uh, laughed. And this is this is the exchange that happened. Please listen. Listen in right now. <laughs> I would like to tell everyone, you know, what happened to you? <laughs> if you have some problem, go to the doctor. <laughs> sit down, sit down, Sit down, sit down. Sit down. This is not the way. I have to name you, please. Go on. The entire house, by the way, was by had bipartisan. No. Narendra Modi had bipartisan support on it because everyone was and laughing. Pardon my pun, but Narendra Modi literally brought the house down. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. No, but Congress guys were also laughing. Yeah, but Manmohan Singh was in his face. I didn't know he was programmed to do this. Yeah, I, I was like, I don't think he himself knew. He was a natural function. Tha. But Gulam Nabi Azad was laughing. AK Everybody was, was laughing. laughing. Yeah. So, and and then, I think Renuka Chaudhary was so shocked because she didn't utter a single word since no, then. No, then she only gained it later. I mean, gained her composure so later. 40 minutes later, she thought, she thought this was an attack on women. Women, I know. No, but anybody, I mean, this is so ridiculous. I read uh, um, Mrinal Pandey's piece in... Uh, you know, oh, Indian Express. Okay, Pandey, the one who did hey, geographic interviews with Narsimha Rao. Yes, oh, yes, oh, same person. I, so, I, 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 I haven't. But uh, uh, this, this, I'm going by. I think Anand Vardhan's account. I heard him on uh, one of the podcasts or right about Mrinal Pandey and Narsimha. Yeah. Rao. So, so yeah. this is ridiculous. I don't understand how this is a gender issue. If somebody <laughs> is being unruly, if somebody is being laughing at an inappropriate place. This is not about women's laughter. Suddenly this whole narrative, oh, men are threatened by laughing no. women. I mean, this is such nonsense. I mean, people no, really I mean, need to take I, I, I just a break. I want to ask. I mean, we, we are recording a podcast, right? And in suddenly in the middle, you're speaking something like, oh, <laughs> something, something like that. How the hell does that sound? No, because then... I mean, that if, is, I if mean, I sound like... A, 
does it sound idiotic hell yes yeah. because i was behaving like an idiot and here the prime minister is talking and you can always um, um, uh, you know register your dissent and everything but this is not the way to register no, your and, dissent and, 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 and the funniest thing is i think the one of the dissenting letters was written by sushmita dev an mp from the lok sabha oh my always here shouting yeah. whenever you see lok sabha shout uh, proceedings and mm, i think she has the mandate from congress ke beta tum chikho mm. लोक सभा में एंड शी शाउट्स बॉय शी शाउट्स so so it's funny that she would come to renuka chaudhary's no, support no no everybody has come to renuka chaudhary's support you know including miss nithi yes all the nithi rajdhan and all these oh let women laugh so this was not about so women nithi. this was not a gender issue this was a member of parliament acting completely inappropriately no no i want to ask the prime this. minister of the no, country no, 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 no. i want to ask nithi is in boston right now in the harvard india harvard conference, conference. i would women. like to uh, uh, when nidhi is speaking in boston if somebody started laughing in a mic and nidhi said to shut the hell up i would support her yeah. that doesn't mean that she is attacking mankind mankind i know <laughs> or people kind as justin trudeau made it famous yes, this time i know this that's time. why i i desperate i uh, well, i should say desperately i uh, purposely said it yeah. um, because sangamitra uh, wrote a piece on fake feminists and stuff yeah. just rebutting these today on mine and she actually said people kind on yeah this. so people kind if you're listening to me because it's so ridiculous so if you are listening of course that is more important than supporting the anti hijab protests in yes. iran and not just that look at their stand on triple talaq look at their stand on everything and now they are thinking they are making a they are doing a feminist deconstruction of a woman a privileged I, woman I, mp she is being attacked and you are not talking about I, women I, I, mean, I, 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 i beseech the me, uh, media organization and if there is any producer who thinks that their anchors are saying absolute rubbish on this issue whenever they say their opinion on triple talaq which was laughable after that put renuka chaudhary's laughter i know because then people will understand anyways so it's not about renuka chaudhary can laugh till cows come home in her house or on the road or anything the cow example yes <laughs> just sangi example nahi shashi tharurian example shashi tharurian example no they can do whatever she can do whatever unless you use want. holy cows that is only for one congress leader <laughs> nobody is gagging her but in parliament a decorum has to be maintained whether it's a man or a woman so yes um, if men are throwing um, you know um, chairs and microphones they should be reprimanded too and so should be there nobody should give a gender color to it and those who do they are giving you know they are just taking back or, the feminist movement and a lot of people forget but i as you know remember everything uh, raj somebody like rajniti prasad who tore up that lokpal ordinance or something during a debate in yeah. the parliament yeah i remember that huh. <laughs> his name is rajniti prasad, prasad. Huh. i remember so matlab i mean you have to give his parents credit khud dur ki sochi yeah i mean my name should be actually civil engineer kapadia so <laughs> you know your parents didn't think that far nahi yeah, yeah uh, i know uh, so they just actually thought of a name that just they liked i know sadly so uh yeah this is just a crazy crazy non-troversy that the word that i have coined huh. so anyways uh so going from that uh to the issues that dominated discussion this real week. issues and we will we will talk about this um, a little bit about this anti hijab protester and see yeah. what has happened because i don't i don't want to be us outraging or people not talking and us not talking about it yeah. itself because mm-hmm. i think more should have been talked about it um apart from that um a very important visit when the budget was going on happened when sushma swaraj went to nepal and we on mindmakers i mean we 
uh, we pride has having some of the finest foreign policy pieces yes. and I challenge, you to, I challenge you to uh, challenge me on that um, and on Nepal we have an excellent piece by Kishore Narayan who um, who is written about where India bungled up how India bungled up and how Nepal is slowly going into China now somebody something as simple as internet the internet that Indian companies provide in Nepal is not that good so they are going towards the Chinese companies and that is a significant thing I think so small things like that has happened uh, the budget uh, the budget uh, issues that has um, budget issues that have happened uh, apart from that I think the, the, the things that dominated the news were just that um, anything else that you thought that dominated the news no this was um, the budget discussion was mainly um, uh, you know the whole um, focus of the week this year uh, this time Pri Prime Minister Modi and is, then there was uh, the Jammu attack today there was Jammu attack and Prime Minister is in um, Palestine right now mm -hmm. so that's another news <coughs> that we need to um, uh, talk about mm -hmm. and Rafael Rafael has oh, yes. um, completely dominated the news cycle and that's what the, we fun, need to the, do. The, 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 the the most interesting clip I thought was uh, I think somebody posted on Twitter after like Modi was in UAE and then you know the temple and everything is happening and then Morari Bapu was speaking and after Morari Bapu there was a, a I think a sheikh or someone who uh, someone from the government or something I, I don't know who it was he came uh, in his in his Arabic dress he came and said Jai Siaram I know I saw that yeah I don't know do you know who it was no it's some uh, in Abu Dhabi in Abu Dhabi in UAE yeah. but yeah. I don't know who that officer or yeah. if he was from the royal family I know royal I family I believe. Yeah. I believe but I mean he may have had some post in the government yeah. also that yeah. was very interesting so anyways let's let's start with the Rafael deal I think so now yeah uh, I think frankly this is really the pits by government and um, you know um, Arun Jaitley spoke very eloquently about it when he said that just because now you have realized that four years into the government, Narendra Modi has run a very clean government. Mm. Now you don't know what to do. So you are manufacturing a, a crisis or manufacturing a scam. There is no scam. Overall, the parliament has been told about how, uh, you know, approximately what is the amount that has been spent on this. But the item wise um, you know breakdown of what of what has been bought cannot be said because there are people who will use that information then i mean this is national security what part you, of this I'll do you, 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 you not understand the main, the main issue here mm. and uh, i tweeted i had a cryptic tweet about this honestly the congress should not be um uh saying this or raising this issue right now because of course there is a uh, it's a non-controversy as Nitin Gokhale quite eloquently put it in the streets yeah. and stuff the thing is they have so many skeletons in their closet when it comes to defense deals and stuff that a whole lot of them will come out now why they haven't come out that is a question that is a question I'd be asking the Narendra Modi government that actually every single defense deal that happened before should be investigated I agree but of course then you have a problem because there is a lot of when it comes to defense deals there is a lot of state secrets and stuff like that and it's I, I, I it's ironic that we were talking about this uh, we are coming to my future recommendation because Neeraj Pandey one of my favorite directors of Wednesday special Chabbis is coming out with a movie on just this called uh -huh. IRA 
विथ मनोज बाजपाई सिद्धार्थ मल्होत्रा नसीरुद्दीन शाह अनुपम खेर एंड ऑल दैट एंड इट्स अबाउट डिफेंस डील्स एंड हाउ समबडी फ्रॉम द इंडियन मिलिट्री ऑफिसर रेबल इंडियन मिलिट्री रेबल आई लव दिस आई नो एम गोइंग ऑफ टॉपिक बट आई लव दिस वन डायलॉग वेन ही स्टॉक टू मनोज बाजपाई इट्स मिलिटरी डजेंट डिजर्व एन ऑफिसर लाइक मी देन मनोज बाजपाई सेज येस द मिलिटरी डिजर्व इंडियन मिलिटरी डिजर्व बेटर देन यू आई सॉ दैट this is a tragic segue into the jammu attack yeah it is um, again and again and again and again to quote sunanda's topic we have lost our bravest and our best, best. and this Kashmir. was uh, the terrorists um, pakistani terrorists they entered j- family quarters of army men in an army garrison they entered family quarters of a jco and they you know they just started firing indiscriminately i this is not the first time this has happened uh, clearly kaluchak and um, nagrota people know but but hand code for that matter but here they entered kaluchak was where uh, kaluchak was different because that is where they entered the uh, family quarters of um, uh, army men here also they entered the army quarters so this is complete intelligence failure mm. how did they reach this far mm. so clearly this is an uh, intelligence failure and um terrorists reportedly used the rear end to enter the camp the residential quarters had women and children two terrorists were supposed to be uh, involved in this attack it was a fidain attack fidain attack is where they kill themselves so there is name you know and they were wearing they actually come wearing army uniforms themselves and that's why they they go undetected um these were heavily armed terrorists they were wearing combat uniforms and they just attacked this army base which is incidentally in heart of jammu mm. and they managed to enter the uh, family quarters in sunjavan um, army camp mm. they killed two soldiers injured nine including women and children um it's said that they all, all three of them are dead but it seems that uh, all three of them belong to um jashim muhammad so um as i said i mean uh, the counter uh, offensive did continue for about 15 hours it is it's you know it has been happening before also and uh, but we had hoped that under this government we would see some reform to the fact how the garrisons are protected um home minister rajnath singh has um, you know he spoke to jammu um, kashmir police chief and he has been monitoring the situation but there is some frustration you know uh, to the fact that how can any terrorists get this far there are about 150 houses in the complex and they are heavily fortified i mean it's not like when you talk about army garrisons you don't talk about uh, regular neighborhoods these are heavily fortified for someone to enter you know that that is um uh, really um, uh, you know um, troubling so these people they entered at about 4:45 am in the morning the sentry post um, at the army camp um some suspicious movement was noticed and um when the sentry bunker was fired upon soldiers did retaliate and um after that brief exchange the terrorists entered um, the complex um you know it is a as i said it's a fidain attack by jaish e mohammed it's not i mean they in a fidain attack they completely kill themselves so uh, there is no question of uh, anybody doing anything um 
there were there were informations that there would be possible attacks in the uh, state security forces were also on high alert however it's the fact that it still happened is just an intelligence failure if nothing more um, same army station incidentally was attacked and targeted in uh, 2003 about 12 soldiers uh, had lost their lives then and seven were injured and this is second such attack by jesh mohammed this year so i guess sunanda summarized everything up quite eloquently on this um moving on um i think whatever the other issues of modi in palestine and stuff we'll keep that to the last nepal ki mane baat karenge kuch budget wale kuch issue mein kuch hua um the budget you know the entire we already spoke no, about no, the budget and the anti middle uh, entire middle class um issue that has been raised um we have already talked about that so it wasn't really that the no, somebody asked me today so apparently allegedly manohar parikar made some comment about girls have also started drinking beer or something i don't know no i don't know what he exactly said but if he said that oh my goodness uh i mean if i had somebody was to exp- tell me to explain it it's like putting in your foot in your mouth and then trying to voraciously bite it or something yeah. like i mean this is ridiculous i know so my 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 wife got angry she's like i'm going to post a picture of me drinking beer i was like there are plenty of them out there so don't worry yeah. <laughs> well we don't <laughs> know i'm not i'm not sure what i am not sure what he, not said, what he said but so if he really said what people thing. are alleging then it's troubling and i'm hoping he issues a clarification or just says ki you know whatever i don't i don't i don't think that's that's maine koi video dekha usme audio bahut garbled tha to maine yeah so sometimes stories are also made up i have tried but i have to say there are some very hilarious pictures on social media as always but you know this week was dominated by two things a renoka which we have already talked about and the other thing that dominated was something that also came from prime minister's speech and this was about um sardar patel versus nehru the legacy that um, you know um the kashmir came up and um, prime minister in the yes um, you know in the parliament said that uh, you know he was he was uh, sort of going after congress every time so he was counting everybody's uh, quote unquote sins so one of the sins of uh, uh, jawaharlal nehru and he was the kashmir was one of them and he said that you know had sardar patel been at the helm of affairs or had he been handling kashmir we would not have lost kashmir or whatever part we have lost or the entire kashmir would have been ours mm-hmm. so um all um historians and um, uh, policy makers and anybody who has an opinion was out talking about it that what he said was wrong um at some point shri Ra- nath raghavan uh, in fact went about and said that well if it was up to um, patel we might have lost entire kashmir so that i think is wrong and i really want to bring that up now your so, mind has already talked about it before before we get into that and of course i am going to let you talk about it a little bit because you have written a fabulous tweet series on it this but i i want to talk about something else sunanda that um, that that has kept um, uh, coming up when we talk about this about this patel and nehru thing i saw tweets by this uh, basagrika ghosh saying you know without nehru rampaging fundamentalism around india gaushalas manuvadi patshalas um, no widespread modern education you know i mean the indian darkness this is 
एंड विदाउट नेहरू नो यूनिवर्सल एनल फ्रेंचाइज नो आई आई टीज नो आई एम नो इसरो क्या बकवास है देर वुड बी नो सन मून देर वुड बी नथिंग दिस इज वॉट आई This is what I absolutely hate. And then, uh, you know, long, long time ago, I had said that Nehru died in 1964, but we haven't buried him yet. That was my line. What a line! Long time ago, what I had said line. that he has been. He died in 1964, but it's high time that now he is buried. Hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of people will outrage over you that you suggested buried. No, actually, <laughs> but um, uh, Nehru's family would not. Uh, Nehru's family would not. Uh, <laughs> outrage at all about that <laughs> his father motilal nehru had given up on hinduism long ago wo to that that's a secondary that's issue. a secondary that's, if i go into that they talk about not go there no yeah. but i want to because uh, I, i want to talk about this so uh, there are two to one tweet i plugged from harinder baveja who said that or shared a screenshot saying that why is right i think ready to you know bash nehru or let go of nehru imagining it's hard to imagine india without nehru modi is not imagining india without nehru even if sardar patel was a prime minister jawaharlal nehru would have definitely been in his cabinet yeah. that is patel's a testament to patel's greatness that he was his deputy uh, thing but when it came to unifying india and getting all the kings on board patel had a bigger role to play than nehru itself nehru was the leader of india at that point as the prime minister yet it was sardar patel who went to 400 and um, maybe it was a tactical decision because patel was better suited to that and just based on that and on his actions when the pakistani tribal militias entered kashmir which what you'll talk about yeah. there is some merit to this theory that patel was a better uh, especially on issues like national security and stuff than nehru and you can agree or disagree with that but if prime minister modi talks about this that does not mean that he's wishing away nehru similarly you know i got so mad isro was in effort of dr vikram sarabhai absolutely okay? i'm glad I, you are bringing isro that up isro is in my city i have grown yes. up and don't take vikram sarabhai is a proud son of amdabad who has given isro iims and all of that is your don't take that away from him by crediting it to nehru yeah ठीक है नेहरू ऑल्सो क्रिएटेड एन एनवायरमेंट वर प्रोबेबली यू कुड से दैट विक्रम सारा बट डोंट डोंट टेक अवे डोंट क्रेडिट एवरीथिंग टू नेहरू एंड एवरीथिंग यू डिसएग्री डोंट पुट इट ऑन द अदर साइड ऐसा नहीं है देर हैव बीन मेनी होमी भाभा आई मीन आई कुड नेम सो मेनी पीपल सो मेनी साइंटिस्ट एजुकेशनिस्ट द ग्रीन रेवोल्यूशन वॉज वॉज इट स्टार्टेड बाय इंदिरा गांधी और वॉज इट स्टार्टेड बाय स्वामीनाथन so you know um i just about kashmir coming back to kashmir your point is very well taken of course just talking about kashmir at the uh, thing it is true that initially because remember he was um, patel was in charge of all the states he had mm-hmm. to integrate all the states so he was playing hardball mm-hmm. not just with La- lord mountbatten but also with jinnah so mm-hmm. it was this was really a cat and a mouse game and um, patel as stoic as he was it was impossible to know what was going on in his mind yes but it was you know uh, um so nobody can shrina uh, raghavan or anyone cannot say that he wanted to give away kashmir but yes he was he was playing a game of chess at that moment mm-hmm. you know how much will you give and how much will i give and all that stuff because that was his, that's how he integrated india initially he was a little and i have used this word very very carefully he was neutral 
the word is neutral he was not callous he was neutral about kashmir he was not neutral about hyderabad because hyderabad was right there in the center and he knew he wanted hyderabad mm. he knew he wanted junagadh he knew he wanted um, jodhpur but he was a little um, uh, you know iffy about um, kashmir initially but that is very initially the minute the minute pakistan sent tribal militia in kashmir mm. in 1947 that is when um, patel decided that with all bets are off with all his might he um, forced nehru if you look at sam manikshaw's interview he forced nehru to give the permission to air force to nascent air force we were we had just been independent for a few months we did not even have an army to talk of but you know the nascent air force he gave um instructions to them that these tribal militia they should be restricted to baramulla they should not reach srinagar because if srinagar falls kashmir will fall and that's when um Uh, you know air force indian air force landed in kashmir mm-hmm. and rest is history exactly. but uh, if um, nehru actually developed cold feet he kept saying that we will be considered an occupying force what will the world say what will russia say what will china say what will falana say what will damkana say he never cared about what was going on that because he was so obsessed with his legacy and with his international stature what will people say yeah. but he did not care about um, patel did not care about patel was one man who did not care you about wa- care about <laughs> legacy you and i were talking about this thing and you said you know i am surprised that we don't even nobody ask here is the thing mm-hmm. ask round up 20 people even in gujarat i'm telling you round up 20 people in ahmedabad and ask them do you know the name of um, uh, nehru's daughter and do you know the name of sardar patel's son and daughter just do it in ahmedabad i'm telling you mm-hmm. don't even go to delhi i'm telling you in ahmedabad and find out how many how many 17 18 year olds know the name of mm-hmm. son and daughter of uh, sardar yeah, patel no, no, and i'll tell you another one just because you and i know doesn't mean no, that i actually knows. forgot his son's name the other day i know, know. Patel. yes yeah yes. because um, because you know because no I, one knows yeah no one knows and and, and he I, was not interested i have to tell, to tell you another thing also um ask go to uh, go to cities like um, i am uh, Ahmedabad or you know in Ahmedabad and Lucknow and stuff and asked in I am there's another name I forgot in I am Ahmedabad also uh, apart from Rikram Sarabhai is Kasturba Lal Bhai Kasturba Lal Bhai yes, yes I was just exactly going to say that yes mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that name yeah, because and um, and a lot of people like because they and they, many people don't know his name yeah and they uh, they did a lot of and and they, along with that they also established the Ahmedabad Education Society yes. and the reason why I know a little bit more about them as well because they did a lot they were both Jains and they did a lot of work. work for uh, jain temples and uh, uh, setting up pedis there as well so and uh, for jain, so you know we are taught or we are yeah. in our temples we are told that you know this, this is these are the great things that happen but my point is you go to iim andabad or people who have natives of andabad and say that isro or iim andabad mein kaise aaya and they will tell you vikram sarabhai and thing you go to delhi and ask journalists like them uh, geographers that kaise oh nehru ji leke aaye nehru ji raat ko so gaye the unke dimag mein sapna aaya aur unhone bola chalo i am bana deta hu aise nahi hota hai Yeah. You know, I I don't understand why does... the same thing, and we have a piece on this when they talk. No, no, about one thing. Yeah, you know, right. this is this is almost like communist ideology, Sunanda. That one, who your dear leader is, na state ka. He he is responsible for everything good in the country, and everything ba- bad is because of uh, um, other imperialist forces trying to do it, or from within they are trying. I mean, 
you know how many how many people uh, ask nehru why did he not uh, or question this legacy why did he when un uh, uh, permanent seat in the security council was offered why did he make a statement that china deserves it more than we do didn't he say something like that yeah he did he did uh, his blunders in uh, yeah, 1962 yeah so what are you talking about i know it so, is it is really sad and um, you know um, people talk about kerala and uh, education and all that there is a beautiful piece that is on mind where they're saying the education levels of kerala are really because of the king of travancore and the royal family of travancore and the amount they spent on education mm-hmm. that's where those literary literacy levels come from don't give credit to communists or to um, congress you should see there have been i have heard left wingers talking about kerala as if वहां का तो कम्युनिस्ट सरकार आप देखिए ये देखिए वो देखिए आई मीन आई आई डोंट आई Uh, really terrible. don't know. It's it's terrible. So, anyways, by the way, Ravish Kumar apparently I I didn't see it, but some people told me he was doing a series on education schools and stuff like that. Oh, I haven't seen. Yeah. Huh. So, I don't know. Who? Actually, he's come to. Harvard is a keynote speaker there. He's a keynote speaker there. So, yeah. अच्छा है. So let's see what he says. Uh, I saw some clips where uh, <laughs> he uh, and I was only the twenty second clips about how he was telling how twenty R families were wrongfully terminated or something like that. पता नहीं ऐसा कुछ Uh, in the king of jordan's chopper and then there was israeli armed force yeah. giving him cover yeah matlab because, <laughs> because jordan and uh, israel have a treaty i know that but yeah. i mean talk about rockstar wali entry <laughs> so so he he made the usual noises on palestine and yeah. stuff like that but you have to acknowledge that under this government india's policy towards israel has taken a significant shift yeah. uh, a significant uh, and i'm going to use the term significant rightward shift not um, saying that it's right of center significant rightward shift instead of the wrongward shift that it was there during nehru by the way i have to say saban like very um, uh, proudly plugged a piece where it said that uh, when people said that uh, um, Nehru was the first uh, Modi was the first prime minister to go to uh, Palestine then like uh, Nehru bhi gaye the 1960 mein Gaza strip pe then someone told her that Palestine thai nahi ha Gaza strip was owned by Egypt yeah. or occupied by Egypt at that time yeah. so I, i don't think if she said anything subsequently but yeah yeah hota hai you know but anyways uh, so i think he's going to make all the right sounds in palestine you know yeah, about peace and stuff like that but uh, but uh, kudos to him for dehyphenating um, our relationship with uh, palestine and israel hmm. we have been asking people to do the same to us and like uh, we will have a separate relationship with palestine authority and we'll have a separate relationship with israel or um, we're not going to be queasy about it we're not going to hide anything we're not national interest comes first i mean i think this is a phenomenal um, you know foreign policy thing closer home he's having problems in nepal he's having we'll come to that, but, and but more leaves now but, so but I, overall I, the foreign policy has been i was been talking to talking i was watching a richard hass interview richard hass from cfr with bill maher and he said a very interesting thing that um 
I support or something I want a Jewish state in Israel. But for that, it's very important for that to exist that a Palestinian state also exists. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, Trump's demand on Jerusalem or shifting the embassy in Jerusalem kind of jeopardizes that. I don't know whether uh, how I would look at it, but that that I thought was a very interesting point because. Um, but there is bipartisan support in United States about having a Jewish state in Israel. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, even the Democrats who may kind of have trouble with Trump's uh, statement on Jerusalem certainly support Israel. True. But but there is this line of thinking too, which I thought was fascinating. So I don't know if India is kind of taking that line of thinking. And if India is, it's quite mature. But one thing India has to do is, man, if you can't vote with Israel, stop start abstaining in United Nations. <laughs> I mean, it's you, you are no different from your predecessors, at least when it comes to United Nations, if you keep doing this. And India's foray in United Nations has been significantly this different this time. You had Enam Gambhi's wonderful statement against Pakistan and a strong statement, I should say, just wonderful and things like that. But anyways, um, so, so Maldives, let's talk about that. I think Harita Pusarla had a wonderful piece on Maldives. Yeah. Maldives is a big problem. And in fact, it's Fun bit of trivia. Yeah. I was in Maldives exactly one year ago. Yeah. At this time. Yamin, uh, President Yamin uh, did approach China. Um, but China at the moment has refused. I'm sorry to inter- keep interrupting you on this. But a lot of people um, forget one thing. You know, India is the fifth when it comes to number of people who visit Maldives yearly at with some 90,000 or 88,000 visitors a year. China is number one at 360,000. Yeah. When we were at a resort in Maldives... Because they are not just is- visitors. No, but I have to tell you, at a resort in Maldives, all the signs I saw, Indian resort, I'm in Chinese. Not, I'm telling you, they're not all tourists. Yeah. They are that's not true. all tourists. That's and that's the problem. But, but they but, might appear as tourists, but, but, but they're but, not all tourists. I know, but what are what are they doing in a sort of conservative Islamic country? Yeah, it's a khichdi, you know. Because if they don't, if they are not tourists. Yeah, because China understands the strategic, um, okay, you know, importance sure. of Maldives, and Yamin is steadily taking the country towards um, Wahhabism. Yeah, he has uh, very close relations with Saudi Arabia. In fact, uh, Saudi Arabia has been pumping money there in schools and colleges and hospitals and um, everywhere. So Maldives is a potent mix with um, petrodollars, Saudi money, and China wanting to have control on it, and rest of the world wanting India to take a lead because of the our proximity if you remember uh, um, Nash- uh Prime- including nasheed including nasheed prime minister uh, modi and uh, president trump have already talked about it um so um you know the rest of the country at the moment india's position is that un should move in and un should talk about that but most commentators on indian sides those who matter i don't you know, the rest of the people, um, I don't talk about ones, those who don't matter, but most of the people have said that um, India should take a very strong point if it means, if it gets interpreted as interfering in um, Maldives domestic affairs, so be it, but we cannot afford to have, uh, um, you know, uh, have Maldives as a Chinese satellite um nation or something like that so we'll see it's a developing story we'll see what happens there's another story that harita pusarla has been following maldives there's another story that will be up tonight um, and you can read it about maldives she's been following it um so um this is a developing story and we'll talk about it mm. 
Okay, interesting. Uh, so fascinating. Uh, I shouldn't say fascinating times in terms of diplomacy. And uh, let's not forget another key player here, Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Because China has he- invested heavily in Hambon Tota and Rajapaksha was uh, seen as a pro-China kind yeah. of... Uh, you know, in Hambon Tota, there is a fully functional international airport. Domestic flights barely fly because he because they were going If you remember, so Harita, has written, Harita has written a piece about that how yeah. China makes everybody you know reel under the debt, and th- so that's what it is. No, and this was probably he was there, like his hometown, tha, yeah, and he yeah, wanted yeah, an yeah. airport there. there was no but reason it was for bizarre. Yeah. It was yeah. bizarre, yeah. and um, people in Sri Lanka mostly fly from Colombo, at least internationally. So, uh, I just find it very interesting. I so, I think it's interesting that the United States ambassador is the same ambassador for Sri Lanka and Maldives. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and uh, the Maldivian president, whenever he was tweeting, he was always tagging the American uh, ambassador in uh, a lot of his tweets. <laughs> so, but it's, and the, the, the crazy part is, Sunanda, you know, right now no one knows who's in power, who's in control. Yeah. Is it the military? Is it the president? Is it the rebels? Again, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, I you can only, one can only guess. And, yeah. and maybe that's why China is taking a cautious stance as well. Yeah. So this is a developing story, as I said. We'll be in touch. So uh, that's 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 the foreign policy mm. um, summation, so to speak. Yeah. So getting to our favorite part, we haven't done the uh, uh, done a lot of uh, uh, musical recommendations and stuff in a while. So Sunanda, do you have your recommendation ready? Or yes, I have my um, uh, recommendation ready. It is. Um, I'm going to recommend a poem this time. Mm. Um, because Jansi Girani is in, uh, is going to be the new flavor of the season. Mm. <laughs> but that's not what I am recommending. I am recommending Jansi Girani, as everyone knows, was written by um, uh, Subhadra Kumari Johan. There is another poem that not many people know that has been written by uh, Subhadra Kumari Johan. It's called Jaliawala Bag Mein Basant. This poem has been narrated... You've actually told about this on the podcast. No, no, no. I have never talked about this. This is... I have never talked about Jaliawala Bagh Me Basant. This oh, is, did you tell me personally? I might, might yeah, have told you personally. What, yeah. So this bo- uh, this poem has been... Uh, so the one way of... Uh, Swanand Kirkire has uh, narrated this um, on YouTube. So you can listen to this. But the poem is really about what happens when... Basant comes after Jaliawala Bagh massacre has happened. So the poet is visualizing that spring is spring. Mm-hmm. Spring is after uh, Jaliawala Bagh. Mm-hmm. And then she tells spring that there are young children who have died here. There are mothers with dreams in their eyes who have died here. There are young men who have died here. Mm-hmm. So spring when you come, come very slowly. It is such a powerful poem that the minute you read it, it just gives you goosebumps. Subhadra Kumari Johan is easily one of the finest poets of... She was underrated. She was also herself a, a freedom fighter and yeah. she is um, highly underrated, truly. But uh, she is she is just so... It's, it's just so beautifully written. It's a short poem. But, but I would really recommend you to read Jaliyanwala Bagh Mein Basant. It ends with two lines. Ye sab karna kintu yaham mat shor machana. Ye hai shok sthan bohat dheere se aana. It's telling Basant how to come in Jaliyanwala Bagh. I highly recommend this poem. Wow. 
सो माई रिकमेंडेशन आई मीन इतना मतलब भारी भरकम रिकमेंडेशन आपने दिया सो माई रिकमेंडेशन इज अज टू पार्ट सीरीज दैट आई जस्ट सॉ ऑन राज्यसभा टी वी एंड इट इज़ कॉल्ड एंड आई एम लुकिंग फॉर गुमनाम है कोई आजकल ट्रम्पेट्स नहीं बचते सैक्सोफोन नहीं बचता एंड बेंगोली Wonderful. Wonderful. It's it's truly a very good series. I've watched it. It's important to know. And you cry Some sometimes. Some of the credits that we don't we don't even know these names. Especially the Lord for Kavas Lord Kersi Lord. Yeah. Oh, and Louis they, Banks. Yeah. It's it's just the the, the Louis Banks took care. He's plays in banks or bands and stuff as well. But but some of a, them are completely completely unknown. unknown. Yeah. There was a I did not know there was a very famous arranger called Chick Chocolate. Yeah. Oh, I mean I didn't hear that in Goa. Me and then um, uh, th- there was an arranger whom they tried Atma to meet. Atma Ram or uh, something from Goa again. Dattaram. Dattaram. From Dattaram. Dattaram. He was a music director also. Yeah. And then there was a guy who said that uh, and I didn't know that Ashok Sharma who. Uh, Uh, uh played sitar in a lot of shankar jaykishan's uh, songs and stuff but he said he has played in every single ravindra jain movie from uh, 1970s or a lot of them to ek viva aisa bhi in 2008 so wow. there are arrangers who play who played in 2008 also wonderful and wonderful all the sitar pieces and stuff like that and so you listen and first of all to kabhi kabhi you know just listening to those sounds it make you feel good रिकॉर्डिंग Hopefully, we'll be able to upload it shortly. But till then, uh, listen listen to the Amish Tripathi podcast that if you haven't yet. It was from two uh, weeks ago. Yes. From Adit and Sunanda. So goodbye. We'll be back next week. Thank you, guys.